The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Omax. We love Omax. As you guys know, we are huge Omega-3 fans, and Omax-3 has some of the purest Omega-3 supplements on the market. Over 75% of Americans don't get enough Omega-3s in their diet, and there's a strong chance that you could be one of them if you aren't taking Omax-3. Omax is offering our listeners 60% off a one-month supply of Ultra Pure, plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to tryomax.com slash skinny today to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's tryomax.com slash skinny for 60% off a one month supply. You hear all the hype around omega-3s. Well, now is your chance to try the most trusted omega-3 on the market today. Go to tryomax.com slash skinny. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. But I feel like meeting me and knowing my story proves that there's nothing wrong with me. And I think I can compare that to my dad. Not that he did think that, but he thought that he was going to have to relearn how to know me and relearn how to love me. And we say that a lot in the movie. And he just, at the end of the day, like months after I had done my own thing, transitioned, we weren't, weren't really on the same, we definitely didn't have the same relationship, but we weren't really talking. And I think he was just like, you know, she still has the same soul. I don't have to learn someone else. You haven't changed as a person. At all. And I think that's what's so intimidating to people. It's like, you know that song from, um, you know, it's it's in, uh, what's it called? You must have missed that one. No. You know what I'm talking about? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Why must you do like a weird accent? Is it like a carnival voice? I don't know what I'm doing. What's with the accents, Michael? That clip was from our guest of the show today, Gigi Gorgeous. On this episode, we discuss individuals who identify as transgender, personal labels, what it's like to transition genders, understanding trans people, finding support systems, and what it's like to build a community online by documenting your journey. For those of you that are new to the show... And new to this singing voice, humming voice, my name is Michael Bostic. I am a serial entrepreneur and the CEO of Dear Media, a podcast network focused on female voices and audiences. And sitting across from me, blonde, blue-eyed, and big-chested is my beautiful wife, Lauren <laughs> Everts. Lauren, get on in there. Wow, Michael had one sip of wine and he has a personality. Yeah. Thrive Organic Wine will do that to you. Uh, I'm Lauren Everts. I'm Michael's wife, apparently big-chested. Big chested is a little bit. Is that not the diplomatic yeah. Why don't, I, well, I don't know. Get out your horse and carriage and your buggy. I didn't want to say nothing about those big okay. titties. <laughs> I'm Lauren Everett. I'm the creator of the Skinny Confidential. It's your cheeky resource to beauty, wellness, business, skin, kind of everything. Everyone, hit the polls. It is voting day. I know we never, uh, typically never get political on this show. And don't worry, this will not get political. It's not a political show. But I would say this as an American man, an American woman across from me, um, we're in a, we're living in a time where we have a lot of ability and a lot of visualization to see what's going on. And whichever direction you're leading, left, right, middle, center, backward, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I think you should exercise your right as an American to go out and vote. They're, they say the cliche thing. There's a lot of people that have fought for that right. Um, a lot of people that have sacrificed for that right. And I believe that if you're somebody that wants to be involved in the process, complain about the results, complain about the process, excited about the, whatever it is, um, really you shouldn't have that right to complain and whine or anything or uh, partake in the conversation if you don't go out and exercise your basic right to vote. So 
do that. Go out and vote. Today is election day, and it's important to do so. Happy election day. Yes. Uh, With Gigi Gorgeous on the podcast, I am off to New York tomorrow, bright and early, Michael. Without you, what am I going to do? I'm going to be late for my flight. Boys, Boys week, huh? Boys week? No, I don't know about that. What are you doing? You're going to go to the Victoria's Secret? You're so funny. You don't invite me to that. You invite me to everything, but when it comes to going to see the Angels, I don't get the invite. No, your invite got lost in the mail, and I'll tell you why. We're doing stuff with the Angels all week. We're going to pick their brain for tips and tricks, secrets, everything. And all I have to say is that we're getting facials. We're doing a boxing class. um, We're having dinner. We're doing pizza-making classes. And, Michael, it would just be weird if you were there. You'd be like... Danny DeVito in the corner. Why do you always call me Danny DeVito? I'm like, I'm like a full, like, I'm much taller than Danny DeVito. I never will stop calling you Danny DeVito. It's my favorite thing to call you. Like, I can't help it. Well, I'm just going to call you, like, the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Oh, thanks. See, now, you know, you know what the comments are going to say? Like, she's such a dick. She makes fun of her husband. I can be a dick, That's what's guys. Happen. I can be a dick. And then guess what? Guess what? Self-awareness. Then um, it's our anniversary coming up. Hopefully you have something planned. I'm actually going to the the Vic, to meet you at the Victoria's Secret show. I'm going to pop out of the stage. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be with the, I'm going to walk out the angels. Why don't you walk out with the angel wings like you did this morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to go celebrate our anniversary. I can't wait to see what you got me. Like, I can't wait. I'm so excited for your ultra creative gift this year. I got you a ticket down to Cabo San Lucas where we got married. Mm-hmm. And I got myself a ticket to Las Vegas. So oh, that'll be fine. fun. Okay. Split it up. Well... I'll be hanging with the Victoria's Secret models, just picking their brain for you guys. I'm going to collect all the info and report back, like a little reporter for you guys. Um, and then I am, I'm, I'm doing a blackout day. I told my managers and my team that it is blackout from Friday to Monday. I don't know if blackout means margaritas or I'm just blacked out off my calendar, but blacked out. Both. All right, whatever. Okay, with that, let's get into the Gigi Gorgeous episode. I love this episode so much. I think it's so fitting for Election Day because she talks about everything. She's like a free, liberated, amazing woman, and I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Before we get into the interview, I want to talk about Thrive Wine, organic wine. Just when I thought I could not be more obsessed with Thrive Market, guess what happens, Michael? They sent us some booze. Send us some alcohol. No, it's not just booze, though. It's organic booze. Wine. Wine. You know how much I love wine. Like we need another reason to shop on Thrive. I know. And right now I'm currently drinking a red. It's super dry. It's delicious. And most importantly, it's organic, which I love. You guys know I shop on Thrive Market. I'm a ride or die Thrive Market fan. Well, now they have wine that has no added sugar or unnecessary additives. Okay. Also, a little plus for you, it's curated by a master sommelier. Am I saying that right, babe? Sommelier. Okay. Sommelier. Who knows? So this wine really is the best in the market, you guys. I'm I'm obsessed, I have to say. If you want to try out the organic wine for yourself, all you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com slash skinny wine. How fitting is that? We don't have to be experts on wine lingo. We just have to be experts on drinking it. We're experts on that. So if you're struggling to find a clean organic wine at your local grocery store, because let's be honest, it's hard to find. 
um, then do Thrive Market because let me tell you, it's it's just efficient to come straight to your door. You know it's organic. It takes the middleman out. There's no BS. You know what I mean? So like I said, it's organic, biodynamic wine with no added sugar, unnecessary additives, and ready for it? Minimal sulfates, okay? You know what I learned? According to the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, 60 chemical materials can be legally added to wine and are not required to be printed on the labels. So this this wine solves that problem. It doesn't have any of that. And wine, if you guys didn't know this, I've talked about it on my Instagram story a lot, can contain up to 60 additives and it can have like 40 grams of sugar in it and all these chemicals and things that we don't want. Anyway, so what are you guys waiting for? Try their clean organic wine today. All you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com slash skinny wine and you get 25% off your first order. New Thrive Market users will get an extra 25% off their first order, which is a massive of $20 with our special link that is thrivemarket.com slash skinny wine. Gigi Gorgeous is Lady Gaga's muse. Okay, maybe not exactly, but she did go up to Gigi at a major event and gush over her, so I'd say that's pretty major. Gigi is a professional YouTuber, socialite actress, and model. She's also known as one of the most famous transgender badass bosses on YouTube. Her online following has come along every single step of the way. No, guys, I'm serious. She really has brought her community on every single step of the way with her transition and her journey. You may also have heard of Gigi from her documentary that premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. It was called This Is Everything, Gigi Gorgeous. Anyway, between her charity work with Crush XO for breast cancer, writing a book, and filming her weekly YouTube channel, Gigi took the time to sit down with us today to talk and tell us all about her story. With that, let's welcome Gigi to the Him and Her podcast. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. How is my highlight? Bl- bl- blasting. Is like it good? Like I stuttered, it's that good. Is it really? Yeah, when you got me at the elevator, I was like, oh, bitch. Is, uh, no, but like, I'm not a makeup artist, and I didn't do this myself. Oh, I was going to say, it looks perfect. No, 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 I don't know how to do this. I had to have Glam Squad come in today. Do you know what they used on you? Cover FX. Oh, okay, the drops. Yeah. I I heard you on the Lady Gang and I heard you guys talking about under eye concealer and I was taking notes because I just wanted my under eye to be on point. Mine's not even fleeky today. How can I talk? I like rolled out of bed. I was like, fuck, I'm going on a podcast. So just like minimal makeup. No, it doesn't matter. But now I'm sitting across from you. So I'm like, great. No, you have the good light. I have the bad light. (laughs) I'll make everybody look good because I I look like an old weathered saddle. So perfect. (laughs) There you go. That's what we need. (laughs) Even though he takes longer to get ready than I do. So there's that. Typical. Okay. So let's get into your background. Okay. Where'd you grow up? I was born in Montreal, Quebec, so I'm Canadian through and through, and then I moved to Toronto when I was two or three, and then spent the whole time there until I was 21, and then I moved here. So Canada to LA. So talk us through your childhood. Like, I want to know what's going through your head, maybe your first childhood memory. Mm -hmm. Well, I was always really obsessed with um, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. That's like the majority of my childhood. I was just obsessed with her and like Beanie Babies, like those TYs. I had like so many of those and I was just like obsessed, like literally, well at the time I was male. So I was the gayest little boy on earth, had no idea what transgender was or that I would, you know, transition later in my life. So I was just living my fantasy every day. How how long was it before you let people know you were gay? Did people know or did you make an announcement? Like how did your parents respond? Well, I was 15. And they knew, because I was very out. But I feel like everyone kind of just knew. I hid it for a little bit, because, like, I remember, like, people had crushes on me. And I was just like, I'm not into that. 
but your parents did they know yeah I think so my mom definitely but my dad was like maybe a little surprised just to hear it he's like you know basic dad like very conservative loving but the most supportive ever any brothers and sisters yeah one older one younger and what was the relationship like when you were younger with them oh the best the best I it literally was so blessed with my family because no matter what I did no matter what they did we always supported each other it was never oh. a question and I say this a lot in my movie this is everything the documentary that I was so blessed and it looks easy at some points, but that's why I always bring up being blessed because it was never as easy as it looked. And I don't want to discredit anybody else that's going through an even harder time than I had growing up, um, coming out or just, you know, being a kid. So I'm always like, I was blessed. I know this. I'm aware. And it's really important to me to do that. What was the, when you talk about hardships growing up, what was the, what was your, like, what was the hardest part about growing up gay? I feel like the coming out, coming out process, like admitting it to yourself. And even like coming out as trans for me was maybe even harder than coming out as gay because I think at the time when I came out as gay, when I was 15, I knew there was something more, but I didn't know that there was something more out there for me to like label myself as. So I was like, I'm feeling all this pressure, you know, it feels kind of right, but I just have to say it. So it was super hard. But then being trans, it's like, wow, this is actually who I am, like I'm being actually really authentic, it was even even scarier, you know? Do you remember when there was an epiphany where you were like, oh my God, like I am trans? Yes, I met someone who was trans. So I feel like growing up in Canada, everyone in LA especially is like, does Canada have cars? Do you guys live in igloos? Like all that bullshit. And I'm just like, Fucking LA, man. People really are crazy. So Canada is like, you know, we're we're just like the United States, but maybe a little bit further back in the mind at least. So I really didn't know many other gay people, let alone transgender people. I knew like one lesbian girl that went to my school. So it was until I went to New York City and I met Amanda Lepore. Like she really sat down and talked to me and you wouldn't think that she would. I think a lot of people see her and might think, you know, she's kind of a bimbo or you know, not real because she looks so quote unquote fake. Um, but she is really, she literally sat and talked to me and she had no idea who I was. She asked me my preferred pronouns right away. I was like, oh my God. She's like, I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I just lost my mom. So it felt like kind of like another sister slash mother figure like right away. And after I hung with her, we went to, oh yeah, we sat down and did a video together. Wait, oh, why don't we click on up that? There. I love it. Yeah. Why don't we click on that? Taylor, click on the middle one. No, go back. Okay, click on the middle. You can video. already see though, right? Yeah. Oh She's a moment. I know who that is. I know I know exactly who that is. I've oh, seen wow. her. Yep. That's a moment for sure. Right? But for that's sure. like her. That's uh, we'll she's put, amazing. We'll have to link, the, we'll link this in the show notes so everyone can see. Yeah, please. So okay, so you sit down and you start speaking and right away you know, okay, this is this yep. is I was like, this is for me. Because I was just like drilling. Like I really don't have a filter unless it's like obviously rude, but she's so out there with her gender identity and her like struggle and her story. She's written a book on it. Um, and I'm happy to follow in her footsteps in that lane. Um, but yeah, she just, you know, was answering every question. And then I remember going home from cafeteria in New York City that night to my hotel, swearing to God that this is what I was going to do. And it happened. Okay, so I'm the type of person, like, my whole childhood, I say the theme was that I just figured it out. It yeah. sounds like you're like that. Like, if you want to do something, you just figure it out. Yes. So how you you, you decide you're going to do it. This is just like me. My husband wants to kill me. And I'm doing it. And yeah. I'm going to figure out a way to make it Are happen. Are you a Taurus? A Gemini. Oh, On my, the cusp. Oh, I'm an Aries Taurus cusp. Okay. So stubborn as hell. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's great. It's, it's working out great for me. What are you? <laughs> I'm Aries. You're Aries? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I saw this thing on Instagram. It was like all the horoscope signs and then a word beside it. And it said like, it was like comment below or something like that. And mine, Aries Taurus Cusp, was vodka stubborn. <laughs> so yours is vodka. Vodka stubborn. And I think oh, Gemini's right. probably just like two faced or something. Like, two faced, like try, two try, different personalities. Try eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like yeah. classic. You never, you never know. <laughs> Lead with fear. Good morning. <laughs> so it sounds like you just kind of figure it out if you want to make something happen. So how do you take it from A to Z? Do you, like, what do you do? What's the first step? Well, I had to work really hard being where I was at. Um, I didn't really have the means to get hormones because there wasn't, and that's the first step usually in transitioning, hormone therapy. Yeah, imagine you're talking to someone that has no idea. Like, yeah. like the, I didn't know that hormone therapy is the first thing. Yeah. So it's the first thing you it's do. It's the first thing. I feel like for most people at least. I mean, some people that transition, they don't need anything or want anything. I feel like everybody's um, transition looks different, and I feel like because I am so outwardly feminine and I have the whole like you know super girly look people are like well why are you pushing that for transgender women to look like this is wrong you know I don't look like that I'm a transgender woman and I'm more of a tomboy or whatever why can't everyone look like whoever and, they want to look and like that's what I have to put out there too I'm not trying to make you look like me at all but it was just like I thought that I needed these things done I thought I needed to get on hormones for my mental well-being um but yeah I had to find someone myself I had to make my own money for my things that I, I needed done, I felt I needed done. And um, I was really stubborn with my dad. I mean, in my movie, I literally say, I'm transgender and I'm, I want to go get this done in Boston, this surgery. And he goes, I don't think you need any surgery. I was like, okay, you don't have to come then. What's, just, like, what's the out. initial response for those closest around you when you start to make the transition? Well, my friends were really supportive too. I mean, I did lose a, lo a lot of friends along the way just because I think they were for it. And then when I started actually doing it, they had a different opinion about why, it. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think people got angry with it, maybe really didn't accept it when they said that they did, or maybe it just straight up jealousy. I don't know. Well, you look really fucking hot, so I mean, it, that, that doesn't surprise me. I can see, though, with the father, because like the father loves his child and yeah. like, thinks it's perfect, why that, how that could be difficult, right? I know, and I see that now, especially, because I just thought, you know what? It's, sur it's surgery. I'm going to a professional. I'm not going to die. Nothing's going to happen, but I can only imagine if my you know, child, girl, or boy, or non-binary said that they were going to go get something done to their face. To change I'd them, be yeah. like, don't. Oh, my God. What if you have, like, no. When she had to get baby. her jaw surgery, Lauren, because for the medical... Surgery. I, I her dad was, you know, like really, you know, nervous and upset yeah. about it because, you know, it's like it's your baby, right? Yeah, it's so hard. I can't imagine like a knife going into your baby at all. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill the guy. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that. So when, when you're like, when you're transitioning, I think in in general transitions are hard. I can only imagine yeah. what you're going through. Do you have someone to talk to? Like, are your friends open to talking to you? Like, what are your feelings? Before we dive into that, let's talk about Omega-3s. Our particular favorite now and for the last year is from Omax. As you guys know, we are extremely select about which products we talk about on the show, and Omax definitely makes the cut. I've had joint pain issues for a very long time, and I needed to figure out what the, what the root cause of that was, and Omax-3, Omega-3s have been helping a lot because I was missing... Um, those fatty acids in my diet. Also, this one doesn't give you the fish burps. No one likes to take a vitamin and be burping. You know, you know what I mean? You guys, like when you swallow a vitamin and then you're like burping it up the whole day, this one doesn't give you anything like this. I think this is a major deal, especially when it comes to omega-3s. You don't want to be smelling like a fish. Well, you don't want to be smelling like a fish. 
and you want to be clear. Um, also, if you are one of the 75% of Americans that don't get enough omega-3s, it's probably because you're not taking an omega-3 supplement and probably because you are not taking Omax. There are so many important reasons, not only for joint and muscle recovery, but also for memory and focus. We're doing so many things that require us to be on point throughout the week uh, that you just need something to kind of give you the kick and the boost, and Omax 3 definitely helps with that. How I like to take this specifically is I like to do it in the morning before noon. And I'll either take it with a smoothie or a green juice. And I just feel like it gives me more uh, focus. Like when I'm really diving into my email inbox and when I'm writing a blog post to have that extra kick in the ass with a little fish oil, very, very much helps. I really notice the difference. Even when I stop taking it, it's like a fog comes over my brain. They're clinically tested and approved. Okay, so Omax is offering TSC listeners 60% off a one-month supply of Ultra Pure. You also get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to tryomax.com skinny to take advantage of this insane savings. That's T-R-Y-O-M-A-X dot skinny for 60% off a one-month supply. You guys, I'm telling you, Omega-3s, the hype is real. Now is your chance to try the most trusted omega-3 on the market. Just go to tryomax.com slash skinny today. Yeah, so I was really worried about that because I'm a really strong person, especially being on YouTube for as long as I had beforehand. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. But then when my mom passed away from cancer, my dad was like, okay, all of my children, you, your older brother, and my younger brother need to go to therapy. And I was like, oh, perfect. I can talk to her about being trans there. Like, you know, I got built-in therapy this is bomb I could like two birds with one stone kind of thing which is a really crazy thing of way of thinking but um yeah it didn't help at all I mean I didn't like the therapist I didn't like talking to somebody I didn't know so I really had to get through it with my friends and a lot of support came from like my support system online people who were commenting back and being there for me and people who like kind of started to notice a change in my appearance and the way I like my outlook on life I guess so I think a lot of people kind of knew, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to just say it out loud. It's going to make it so much better. And then when I said it, it's just like I was freed, like weight off my shoulders. What are the difficult conversations? Like, I mean, I, I know you're big on anti-bullying. Like, what yeah. do those conversations look like? And what, I mean, do they get to you at this point? Or does it, does it still hurt? Or, like, you know what I'm trying to get out here? Yeah, I feel like online especially is a really dark place nowadays. And I just made a video on this, actually, where I talked about it. And I feel like it's changed so much where it's almost like more of a percentage is negative than positive. Really? I would think it would be like light and dark because you get it such is. a... It used to be. It really used to be, I feel like, more positive than negative. But now I feel like it's so much more negative than it is positive, which is so sad because I feel like in this time we need it to be more positive. You know, like with everything going on, I feel like the conversations about removing trans rights from life in the u.s from the trump administration it's just like we cannot be hating on each other in the community or just have anybody hating on us like my main thing was whenever i got a rude comment online or just a rude comment in general i would just literally simply be like i don't go out and do that to other people like i don't go out and leave comments on your social media or on your page or on a friend's page and you know slightly shade you or whatever because I love myself I respect myself so for you to do that to me or anyone else I don't respect you I I like how Chrissy Teigen claps back sometimes I think it's needed yeah sometimes you need a little clap back and to make it funny yeah like I think literally laughing at it is half of the battle 
and over the years, I've just heard everything like a thousand million times. So I'm just like, girl, what can you call me? That's how I I just keep just, just keep it going. Keep it going. Like at this point, it's funny, and I don't. Whenever I react now, it's never emotional. It's complete logic. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a different way. Like you know, eight years ago, I'd maybe be emotional, and now I'm just logical with mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. Just easier that way. Gets to you sometimes though. Like I'll see a comment sometimes, and I'm like, damn it, I was thinking that too about myself or whatever. Like just about like, appearance or just whatever. Yeah. Just like maybe she did that one day, or she looks like this, or sounds like this, whatever. I'm just like, damn it, I was thinking that too. When you were transitioning, when did YouTube come about? Did you do it like... Oh, way before. Yeah, I was like one of the first on YouTube, to be honest. So you're a man at this point when you're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so your YouTube community was there for you the entire way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was that like to have them literally be with you every step of the way and know your entire journey? That's powerful. It was It was beyond. Honestly, there are no words. Because I would go to like work things, you know? Like the time that I met Amanda Lepore, I was doing this gig for Fashion Week. And... Met a bunch of people there, and then after you know I came out, I would go to um, things like BeautyCon or different convention centers or scheduled meet and greets, like at makeup counters. Like the first one that I came out to L- LA for was um, Makeup Forever on Robertson, and I believe I was like 19, and I just would meet so many amazing people there, and that that's what I really had to look forward to when I felt the most alone, which is when I had made the initial re- um, announcement of the reality that I wanted to live. You're such a pioneer in in this industry to me. And I, I heard that Lady Gaga came up to you. She did. It was such a gag. Oh, my God. I've been listening to the Star is Born I haven't soundtrack. seen it yet. Everyone's like, you need to see it's it. It's so good. Okay, I've we got to go twice. see it. Okay. Oh, it's good. like a crier, though. It's Are you okay. a crier? Maybe. Uh, it depends what it is. Depending I, on the mood. Kind of a cold Depends which personality shows itself that day. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll like switch into the emotional one halfway through the movie. Yeah. She's amazing in it, though. But yeah, we were at um, the Billboard Music Awards, and I was being pulled away because I was presenting, which is like such a gag. Like That's like a crazy moment, right? So they're coming to get me, and it's like crazy, and my two friends are behind me, and I was like, can you film this? Like Just like me walking away or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I get like a tap on my shoulder. I turn around. It's like Lady Gaga in this, like her Joanne phase with like that big brimmed hat, a white suit. And I couldn't really tell because the shadow underneath the hat. So I was just like, what? It literally took me a second. And she kind of just like went back and did like a little cute face. And I was just like, this bitch. And I was like, she goes, I know who you are and I love what you do. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then I just like, it was chaos all around us. And she had people beside her pulling her. And I was like, no, 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 no. I need a photo. Like, I fully fangirled. I was like, I'm not letting this go by. So, like, fully whipped my phone out, took a few photos. And she was like, I'm sorry, I have to go. And I was like, I just died. Oh, she's like an oasis. Yeah. It was like a full, full moment. Oh, I love her so much. And I need then, to see that movie. A story I've never told is I saw her at an after party one time, walked straight in the club. She was alone at her table under this, like, light. And I saw her there alone. And I was just like, what is she doing? This is so weird. She had a bodyguard right in front of her. I said, I'm doing it. I went right up. I ditched my friends. I walked right up. And, like, for them to follow me, I just, like, strutted up. I was like, can I talk to her? And then she, um, he goes, nope. And then she goes, move, move, to the bodyguard. Comes around, gives me a hug. And then she sees Nats, my fiancé, behind me. And she cradles her face and kisses her so slowly. And I just, like, looking so jealous. Like, how do you get all this time with Gaga when I went up to her? But why did she do that? I think she knew who she was. And, like, 
Or maybe she That's just amazing. thought she was cute. I don't know. That's amazing. Nats has a little angelic face. It's hard not to kiss. Oh, with talking to you and watching you, like, you just have so much confidence if there's someone out there that's listening that maybe doesn't have as much confidence as you, it seems like you've always had confidence to just be yourself no matter what anyone thinks. Do you have any advice of where to start if someone's feeling insecure or not very confident? I feel like I come off that way too, but it's not like that. It's not always been like that. I feel like I was not as confident or happy when I started YouTube. And I feel like YouTube is what really really drove me to be confident because I knew my voice mattered and I had been hearing such great things which you know blew my head up for a little bit that's for sure I feel like it would to anybody but obviously I've come back down to earth since then but it gave me this this overflowing confidence I was just like what I say matters and like you know I am people say that I've changed their lives like it was just this family that I've never had and I think the advice that I would give is just what I always say, just support yourself with people who support you and surround yourself with them and just really dive in with them because when you're feeling down or you know when you're feeling discouraged, it's those people who are going to lift you up. And if they're not in your family or your friends, just go online or find them somewhere else and then you'll really like blossom. When you say your head got big, what do you mean? Well, I feel like I was working at McDonald's when I was 15. I worked at McDonald's too. Really? Yeah. The Diet Coke is, there's nothing like the Diet Coke. What's going on there? I feel like I got like a little bit like There's ayahuasca in the Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. Something in there. For sure. Like a a large one, you can like sip down in like two minutes. Something going on. What's like your go-to combo? And do do you still eat it? Uh, I do still eat it. Once in a while, Lauren uh-huh. yells at me, unless, especially if I'm I hungover. I eat it when I'm if drunk. I'm well, you guys are both in such great shape. You have to splurge sometimes. Once in a while. Um, I it, I go back between, it used to be the number one and two, which was the, the number one is the Big Mac. Big Mac. Number two is the che- two cheeseburger. But I think they switched. Maybe it's a different number now. But those are like, those are the go-tos. I'm a chicken girl. Chicken nuggets or? No, no, no. The, like, the, the chicken sandwich. The Asiago one. Yeah, okay. I've never had that. Cheese. I need to try oh, that. Oh, it's so fucking. I literally would used to order two combos of it. Large. You're so tiny. Oh, thanks. Listen. My spray I, tan looking my, down. Oh, that's mine, too. Look, mine's yeah, the same. Camouflage. Sometimes uh, McDonald's is, like, your best. Is the, a a cheeseburger, just yeah. cheese. It doesn't meat. stick. It, that's true. A cheeseburger, just cheese and meat. Nothing on it but cheese and meat, a fries, and a Diet Coke, and I'm good to go. Cheese, like a kid's meal? Yeah. Oh, so boring. It's so, so good. No, it's boring. It's so yeah. good. I need, like, a lot. I need, like, the lettuce, the mayo, the tomato. I would add onion. You need all the stuff. Yeah. I think I'm going to try that chicken sandwich next time I go there when I'm drunk. It's really good. Or Wendy's. Or Wendy's. Wendy's is really good. Spicy chicken from Wendy's. Okay. Okay, so you're 15. You're working at at McDonald's. Yeah. And then worked there for a while. A few of my girlfriends were working there. And I don't know what is so appealing about McDonald's that they were like, come, it's so fun. Like doing the French fries, flipping them is so fun. I was like, okay. So I went there, hated every second of it. Except like doing drive through, I thought was really fun because when you do drive through, like you have to work your way up to drive through. Oh yeah, well I feel like I was talkative. You can't just start there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they were like, oh, you know, whatever. Yep. Put her there. So I would always like get people after the club at like two a.m. There was like a rush of people, and I used to fuck with them so hard and give them the wrong order because like it was just me and the manager and like someone in the kitchen. So I thought that was fun, but otherwise, you yeah. know what I used to do? Oh, my earphones just went off, Taylor. Sorry. That's so funny. You used to work there. That's crazy. That is funny. You used to work there. You should be that for Halloween. That's cute. Back on. Yeah, we're back on. You know what I used to do there? Huh. 
I used to fuck with people with the ice cream cones because you know you're supposed to do like a just like a small swirl. Uh-huh. I used to pack that thing <laughs> as high as I could in, in the drive-thru and then hand them this giant cone that was like basically it was like a couple pounds of ice cream. And then they would just look at me like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Some people would be super pumped and some would be pissed, but right. I just want to see how high I could stack it. Anyway, I used to go in story. the freezer and like eat so much frozen food, like the Cinnabons. Yeah. I used to eat those like from the fridge. I should have worked at McDonald's. I'm Shit. telling you, it was popping. It no, was it... everything. It it taught you discipline too. Yeah. So what, what yeah. does McDonald's have to do with you feeling like your head got big? No, so I was working there. Then I switched to a clothing store, which I also hated. And then um, I started w- doing YouTube, and people um, started coming up to me at the store, like from Canada. And people started coming up to me from the store, and I was like, oh my god, like maybe I don't need this job. You know, I'm doing so good. So quit that. Kept in contact with all the girls from the store, but it was just this moment, I feel like, where I was like, I can do no wrong. Like, I am just this YouTube star, and it was just so not that. Like, I just feel like it was just, I had never really had that much confidence before, so I feel like that's what I mean. You just seem so humble and down-to-earth to me when you meet, uh, I don't know. It does, I don't see anything with big head. That's why I asked I think it's a misconception about me. A lot of people say that. Well, I think you have beautiful blonde hair. Like you just showed me, she just showed me her book cover. It's it's stunning. I think like it's almost like intimidating maybe maybe to people. Like you're I like love how extra and amazing you are. It's like kind of like sparkly. I call it a sparkly person. Thanks. You know? Me too. I call it like a sparkle in the eyes. That's how you know there's like something up. Charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Charisma unique to Literally my if I, if you don't have charisma move, I tell Michael. I look at it two ways. <laughs> I'm thinking about the young person that's thinking about transitioning and they're maybe a little bit unsure or insecure. And you look at, you're a great example of someone who's done it and done it successfully and is very confident, has a great career. Um, but also on the other side of that could be intimidating to somebody who's thinking, what advice would you have to somebody who's maybe listening and they're a little bit unsure, but they're thinking about transitioning? Like, where would you, where would they go for community or support? Well, I mean, if they're in LA, they can go to the center, LGBT center. They administer hormones. They have therapy classes. They have, if you're, you know, homeless or whatever, anything you're going through, they can handle you. And I feel like that's a model that every city needs to base their model or, you know, environment after because there's no no place like LA for LGBTQ support, and that's a fact. And I think that they need to do that. You know, I don't see why they don't have that in Canada, in Toronto. I mean, they actually might now. I'm not 100% sure, but it's just such a great outlet for people who don't have the perfect support system, which not all the time I did, but most of the time I was so blessed. So I feel like they need to really think about what they want, what they want to do. And if they're sure about it, I think they just need to get the balls to say it out loud. And then, you know, you can start from there. Cause if you're going to come out as trans, you, no one's going to say it, but you, you know, for those that maybe don't understand the lifestyle of the transition, what would your message be to them? Cause there's a lot of people, I think they make judgments because they don't understand where someone could be in their headspace. Yeah. And I, like you to speak on that a little bit i feel like mental health is something that gets really confused with being transgender like it's there's something wrong with you or if you're gay there's something wrong with you so i feel like people who are ignorant or uneducated might say that there's something wrong with me but i feel like meeting me and knowing my story proves that there's nothing wrong with me And I think I can compare that to my dad, not that he did think that, but he thought that he was going to have to relearn how to know me and relearn how to love me. And we say that a lot in the movie. And he just, at the end of the day, like months after I had done my own thing, transitioned, we weren't, weren't really on the same, we definitely didn't have the same 
relationship, but we weren't really talking. And I think he was just like, you know, she still has the same soul. I don't have to learn someone else. I don't you haven't have changed as a person. At all. Yeah. And I think that's what's so intimidating to people because they're going to be like, oh, well, they look so different. I have to call them a different name and But different your pronoun. principles and your ethics haven't changed. Right. I didn't get a brain transplant. Yeah. And even if I did, hello, <laughs> learn to love me. I'm sparkly. Yeah. My <laughs> eyes are still the same. <laughs> Why do you think that you've become so successful on YouTube? Like, what's the recipe? I just think I get asked this all the time and it's like an intimidating question because I just feel like being authentic and like having fun with it. You know, I've been doing it for like almost 10 years now. So that's just a lot, lot of hard work and dedication. Like before this, I was a diver, professional athlete, and I was on my way to the Olympics. So I was I've just I feel like I've always just really like, you know, picked something and worked really hard at it. And it was YouTube and I, it was diving and then YouTube. And then I want to ask you about your relationship. How did you guys meet? Okay, so we met through my best friend in L.A. His name is August Getty, and he has a fashion line. And he made me his muse pretty soon after I met him, maybe like a few months. And then he was showing in Paris, and I had never been before. I was so excited that he invited me. And he was like, you're my muse. You have to come, of course. So I was wearing all these fabulous clothes, seeing Paris. And my other best friend, Hillary, who I wasn't best friends with at the time, not that we didn't like each other or anything. She's going to kill me. <laughs> um, but she was doing the makeup for the trip. So we were spending a lot of time together. And then his sister came too. So his sister is Nats Getty. And we just instantly, pretty much like when we landed in Paris, it was this like undeniable connection that we both had. It was like very weird. I had never been with a girl full on seriously. But there was just something about her. I was like, she makes me feel so comfortable and she just, like, is so authentic herself. It, like, hurts because you can't get any more raw, real than Nats. So so let me ask you this, and I apologize if this comes off ignorant or uneducated, which I probably am in many categories. <laughs> you identify as gay when you were a male. Yes. And now you're with a woman. Yes. So how does that work? So I identify as gay. Okay. Because I am a woman, but I think that this is another topic that's kind of taboo, yeah. and there's like a little bit of a stigma around it because it's like I'm honestly just curious because yeah, I, I, think, wanna, yeah. I think people are afraid to have this conversation. I think yeah. I think that that people if if they're curious and have a conversation, there's a respectful way to talk about it. Yeah, that's why it's taboo. I'm I like yeah. I just think it just awkward. needs to be talked about. Yeah, more. I don't think it's so awkward. I just. I always say, like, the, the reason I love this show is, and the reason we do it, because uh, we have other things, is I really, we just want to ask the questions that we're curious about. And I think that's what makes an interesting uh, conversation with yeah. you. And so, like, this is just, this is interesting to me, because when you, when you mentioned earlier that you'd identify as gay when you're, when you're male, and now you're with a woman, I just want to know how that... I know. Yeah. I've just been everything. I'm like a textbook <laughs> for, like, coming out. Or Every... why, do you really have to define yourself even, too? You know I guess what? that's the question. You know what? That is the question, because but, now I feel like people, especially the younger generation, are coming out as non-binary, and, you know, I don't have a label. And I respect that so much. To not have to label yourself is so empowering. Yeah. But I feel like that's what I would just be like, no, label. I know, but that's not me though. Okay. You know what I mean? Like in my brain, I went through this thing when I started dating Nats, and I was just like, I think I might like her. And then I was sleeping at her house every single night. We were spending every day together, and it was just like, I think I might love her. Like, what am I going to do? Because everyone online still thought that I, you know, and in real life, basically, only like a couple close friends knew because it, it was best friends with August and there was like tension there and it was just like my sister and just like all this stuff you know just like drama central so 
it was like a secret for a little bit, but then when I, you know, came to terms in my mind that I was a lesbian, I was like, this is like what I'm going to come out as because I need to firmly set in the sand my label because that's how I want to live. So it's like a, you know, a self-respect thing. I always just think like in life, you just never want to put yourself in a box, right? Like Uh you should just do whatever you want whenever you want. Like that's, I mean, that's how we live. And so I think labels, they, they get people in trouble because you're putting people in boxes that don't necessarily need to be in. Yeah, I agree for sure. I feel like it's about finding people like around me that made me feel like I could do that. And if I was a free spirit or had more free spirit friends or people who weren't labeling themselves with like their sexual orientation and orientation or gender identity, I feel like I might have not felt like that. But I just that's just the way I grew up. And now you guys are engaged. Now we're engaged. We got engaged back in Paris two years later. Okay, how'd she ask you? Uh, she okay, so she told me there was a photo shoot. And this is very her for surprises. We love surprising each other with like dates and stuff. Like I'll get like old rental cars of like old like 60s Mustangs and we'll get like a Where driver. the fuck cool. is my Mustang and driver? Yeah. You guys have been together for 10 years. So he needs still to gotta, still gotta get fire some ideas. Still yeah, yeah, get a Mustang. Yeah, maybe I will. I, it's I, a I, good one. Yeah. Honestly, it's like a for sure pant dropper. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the pant droppers I could get. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she took me um, on this helicopter and it was like this craziest moment of my life. We were just like heading to this photo shoot, but in meanwhile, I was going to get engaged, had no idea. And when we got in the helicopter, we were with all, our, all of our friends and I was just like, this is not a photo shoot, is it? The sun was setting and it was just crazy. So we land in this castle. It was the v- Via Vicomte in Paris. Okay. It was the one that was modeled after Versailles. Okay. Um, or no, it was the one Versailles was modeled after. So okay. it's the OG, OG, OG. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're there and there's this like person to greet us with like champagne. It was so extravagant. And then they're like giving us a tour of art. And I was just like, this is cute, but like, I just want to like eat and like, you know, drink, whatever. So, um, all of a sudden she pulls, um, her mom pulls me outside and then I see her. I did a video on it if you want to get visuals. Yeah. We, it's on your YouTube channel. Yeah. It's okay. called The Engagement. I, I have to watch Or The that. Proposal. Sorry. So tell us about your book. It's a memoir, you said. It's a memoir, which I was only 25 when I finished it last year. So it's a little weird calling it a memoir for me because I'm not – I feel like memoir is when you've, like, you know, done more. But you ha- – I feel like you've lived such a Wait, full life. how much life. more you got to do? Yeah. I know, I know. But, like, like you know, you, memoir is such, like, a 50-plus it, fe- it feels word. like it's something you do, like, at the end of your life, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, like, just I, I want to read your memoir. I mean, that's I, – I think that your life has been so interesting. It's I've lived definitely a lot more than the average 25-year-old, but I just felt weird. But they categorized it as that, so I was like, uh, whatever. I just want to be an author. Like, that was, like, on my bucket list. So it's basically the sequel or the prequel to my movie – that's kind of how I view it. After reading it back, making all of the edits in the world, I'm kind of like, this is just like a part two. It's like, I feel like the movie was a textbook definition of how I transitioned. And if you're a father or a mother or a sibling or best friend, or just like, you know, a random to someone who's transitioning, I feel like the movie will teach you so much more about it that you need to know. The book is a lot more fun. It's gotten a, a lot more unseen photos and unheard stories. And it was it's surprisingly emotional to write because I was just having to relive all this stuff and it's just such a beautiful piece. I've actually not even held one yet in my hands because they haven't gone to print. So I'm really excited for that, but I'm just excited for a new reveal. Uh, the cover though is, you said, um, based off Cosmopolitan kind of. Explain yeah. the cover because it's so cute. So I really wanted something that is 
so I mean, it's the background on my phone. Oh, perfect. So many texts, but it's the background on my phone. So it goes from blue to baby, baby blue to baby pink. So cute. Which is the transgender flag. So I wanted to make that prevalent and kind of have like that be like a tongue in cheek moment. But I always saw these beautiful girls on magazines growing up and I was like, I want that moment. So when they were like, what do you want to do for your book cover? I was like, God, I don't know. And then it came to me and I was like, I want it to be like a magazine, like the fiercest magazine cover ever, but still have that tongue in cheek. So that's why I'm shaving my legs because it's like, you know, got to keep up with the maintenance with being a girl or a guy or just being trans just in general. I mean, I shave my face and I'm a girl all the time. Right? <laughs> I'm just still hair is not just a male thing. <laughs> he You're telling me. I'll be like, I was like on the corner of La Cienega the other day, like, and the sun was glistening on my mustache and he goes, it's time to shave. Oh my God, I'm dead. It was like a, yeah, I was like, listen, the things, I can see that thing glistening in the sun. When I have like hair here, I call it my chin sweater. (laughs) (laughs) It's just keeping it nice and warm, don't worry. And I'm like, that was intentional. I wanted to grow it (laughs) So I watched one of your videos um, that you're recently engaged and you just started talking about potentially having a family. Yes. And it was a pretty intense, emotional video. Why did you feel compelled after all the time? to start talking about that? You know, it's something that I never really thought that I would do, um, what is it called, genetically or naturally. Um, But now being with a woman and just, you know, being so in love and engaged, it's such a huge step. You thought not, you mean you didn't think you would have children? Yeah. Okay. But just like, it's just like the next step for us at least because we are such a family-oriented couple. Okay. And I feel like it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next year. But the thought that the thought of having children is crossing both our minds. I've been on hormones for years, and she is this healthy young girl. So I'm like, well, where does that leave me with my, you know, 50% I have to contribute? So, um, yeah, it was just like us, ha- us having a conversation, me and my subscribers. And that's what I do when stuff is weighing on me really, really heavy, and I feel like I can't really control it anymore. I just got to tell them, got to let it out, because my channel is like a diary. And like talking to the camera sometimes is my therapist. A lot of those things I never really said out loud. And I feel like that is like the beauty of YouTube because you get to see someone's story from their genuine, honest, real point of view. And that's what that video was. It was interesting watching it because um, you said at some point it was like one of the most embarrassing conversations you've had to have. And it was just like, why was, why did you feel that way? Because going into the room, she thought the girl, the, the, the doctor that was sitting across from me and Nats thought that I was a biological girl. And I was just sitting there listening to all of the steps that we had to take. And I was just like thinking in my head, when do I bring up being trans? Because being transgender, you hide it for so long or you feel like you have to, you know, you have to blend in, you have to pass all the time. You have to impress people with how feminine or masculine you are, whatever. So it was just one of, one of the first times that I've ever had to be that open with a stranger. And I feel like it's given me a lot of strength. Like the movie being out has given me a lot of strength because it's just like, now people just have seen it's everything, but like, it was just very awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean, from, in, in the doctor's defense, they probably just didn't, they just don't know, right? Like right, exactly. it's not like, a common you, thing. You got to tell them, you know, yeah. and like they're doctors at the end of the day, they're not like there to be your friend, you know? Yeah. So what's the next step? Do you think you guys will have kids? Definitely. We're going to have kids. Um, I can't see anyone else, um, having my kids other than Nat's and having that, you know, moment with her and that bond I think would be unreal and I could totally see it happening but for now I'm not going to speak on anything else doctor related because there's nothing else to really say and I'm waiting for God to give me a sign 
and then yeah i'll talk about it more but there it, there will definitely be a follow-up video to that because it is such a deep thing and you there was would such make a, great... a really cute baby too i have to say right? i know I'm yeah like, please like the really baby cute. blue eyes and like her face yeah. Well, listen, I think like I think what you're doing is great. I mean, we what we try to do on the show is just educate people around every type of lifestyle, every type of conversation, every type of point of view, and you know let people come to their own conclusions. But I think getting the awareness out there and educating people and in everything that's going on is important. And we're living in a time now where you can use mediums like this or social media or video to to educate people. And I think mm-hmm. um, it's it's amazing Absolutely. what you're doing. Absolutely, thank you. Uh, I want to just ask. You yeah. said that you had lost your mom mm-hmm. earlier in the show. You're doing a cause with Crush. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I've always wanted to get involved with a charity um, and a cause other than the LGBTQ community and just supporting them. Of course, they're a huge part of my life, but so is cancer. I lost my mom to cancer when I was 19, which with which ultimately made me come out as trans because I was like, you know what? Life's too short. And that's still what I live by every single day. You're not promised tomorrow. I'm going to go kill today. I'm going to go make the most of it. So, um, yeah, so she passed when I was 19 of leukemia, which stemmed from her breast cancer. So when Crush XO reached out to me, they were like, we are a new makeup company that's fresh off the ground. And they sent me their products and they were amazing. First off, that's the most important thing for me. Love their lip glosses. Right. And you got to try their, um, their blush and highlight duo. Oh. And their body glow. Okay. It's really good. Love a body glow. It's per- like for legs on the night out. Okay. Ugh, it's perfect. Let's not put it on my mustache hair though. Yeah, no, 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 no. It'll <laughs> emphasize that for sure. You got to be shaven. Okay. Freshly shaven okay. stash. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, um, they partner with charities and it's really, really important to me to have found a charity that honors breast cancer. And just from sitting down with them for one time, seeing the statistics of what they do for um they're partnered with keep abreast okay so it's all about prevention and really checking we just yourself. did a podcast with keep abreast shut up yeah, yeah. we both got casts oh my god i just got a cast my boobs look so huge in it though i, I was I, like should i go down a size no 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 because the cast is like kind of thick but it's like they look ha, really big have has yours gotten painted yet nats did it oh can i see it yeah i took a photo yesterday sorry guys i have to see that i no, had lauren so get cute. two because i wanted one and, and then one's gonna get yeah i got an room. extra one you should have got an extra I know. Fuck. you have to do it again i just I selfishly wanted one do like your whole body though you know what i mean oh can you i do would it? die yeah and then get like prosthetics they like save the mold uh, yes like, like, ever in an x-men movie yes <laughs> um okay i'm trying to find this photo but yeah, so when they approached me and I saw what they were doing with aligning with different charities, and they do um, different charities other than just breast cancer, I'm just the breast cancer ambassador. Um, it was just like, uh, it was a no-brainer to me. And I was just like, this is amazing. This is going to raise awareness. And how how Keep a Breast talked to me about how prevention is key is something that I've never, I've never really looked at breast cancer or cancer in any way for that matter, it, like from that angle. Yeah. So I was like, that changed my mind. And I think with that being out there and me being affiliated with it, and if I can affect one person and change the way they're thinking, which I already know I have because people have told me, that's perfect. You know, that's that's what will have us with less cancer casualties. And I think that's what our goal is at the end of the day. So yesterday we had a party with um, with Crush XO at this boxing ring because boxing, crush, punch, Love it. it was their idea. And I, I did like half the class because I was sweating and I had my hair in. So I was like, 
I'm not ruining my straight hair. <laughs> You're just like me. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to stand aside and You have to weigh it, like, what's worth it and what's not, you I know? know? Especially yeah. with pin straight hair. I was like, the nape of my neck curlies that it's going to come up. Yeah, you got to weigh it. Yeah. I'm always like, what's the pro and con, yeah. you know? Sweating is never one. Um, We have a question. We said we would do one audience question. Okay. And this is actually a question that, that I want to know. Let me get her name. Hold on one sec. Okay. At Alana Ramsey asked all about your skincare. Can you give us three skincare tips that you do? Because you have beautiful skin. Oh, thank you. And I am so obsessed with skin, and so is my community. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually have been on kind of like a skincare journey recently. Oh, by the way, those are the boobs. Ooh. Cute, right? Yep. Yeah. I think they look great. That I don't, like style. don't go smaller. I think they look great. I mean, the way that she spray painted over here makes it look like my nipple is like over here. It, I think it looks really badass. It's cute. Anyways. Um, I've been on a skincare journey. I feel like I've had electrolysis done to my face. I've had surgery done to my face. Um, I've had my lips done and all of that stuff. So I feel like that is, affects your regimen long term. What's the most painful out of all those? Um, I would say electrolysis. Everyone says that. It's it's really gnarly. I've gotten I've had to got put out for it. Like full call in um, an anesthesiologist and get put out. Can I, I do that for it. Michael's pubes? Because the other day I opened the toilet and there were all these pubes in it. And I was like, oh no. I don't believe you. <laughs> Maybe I don't it believe. was That's beer? a tall tale. No, it might have. I mean, it might have been, but I don't think that was recent. So I think unless there's been another man in the house, which then we, have, <laughs> we have to have another It was a few months ago, but still. I'm dying. Uh, maybe. I'm dying. Okay, so that hurt the most. And so, so so you feel like you've had to adjust your skincare to everything that you've been through. Yep. And it's long term. I feel like honestly, I feel like you need you can't stay on the same skin regimen, at least I can't forever cuz your skin just gets used to it. But I feel like recently Kiehl's and it's funny, I was just invited to them for um their at their table for Amvar, the Amvar Awards. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I love Kiehl's. I need to tell them in person. Their moisturizer is such a game changer. There's like zero fragrance in a lot of their products. Their packaging is very minimal. It literally turned my skin from like a bumpy, like kind of like pimply, really pissed off red mess to like an even smooth, dewy glow where I feel comfortable with barely any makeup on. And I haven't felt like that for so long. So I would definitely say Kiehl's moisturizer. Um, I've been loving the, I've actually been loving the Neutrogena. I think it's just their, their like oldest cleanser. It's like in the orange. Totally. That's like, so vintage. Seventh grade. Throwback. Okay. Yeah. I love a nostalgia moment. But it's just like, it has a little bit of salicylic, salicylic acid, just enough to like really get your makeup off. And, um, I'd say actually lastly, but firstly, a good makeup wipe and Neutrogena has my favorite ones. Just the blue, the blue plastic. I feel like it gets the job done and then cleansing after that. Just getting all the shit out of your skin, I feel like, is really important to well, me. Well, your skin looks amazingly glowing Thanks. in person. Thanks. Where can everyone find you? I'm sure they already follow you, but pimp yourself out. So I'm Gigi Gorgeous on everything, everywhere, basically. But Twitter, I'm the Gigi Gorgeous. Ooh, and, and it's where can they G-I-G-I. Find, uh, crush. Crush, crushxo.com. They just launched. There's a bunch of fierce photos on there. And go check out all of their products. Their brushes are also some of my favorites. Their face powder brush and their eyeshadow brush. It's like the perfect. It's just so good. Is there a specific crush product that you would start with? Yes. So the Judy lipstick that I created for my mom. My mom's name was Judy. Um, and when they asked me to do a lipstick for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I was like, oh my God, amazing idea. Yes. Let's get on it. So did, went through the shades, went through. It would look beautiful on you, by the way. I should I have brought one. I need to try one. Judy. I wonder if I have one for you. Going through my purse. I need some Judy. 
I need Judy on my lips. I think I have one. Yeah, here, right. here you go. Thank you. And it's new. Can't wait. Um, yeah, so cute. So I went through the formulas. I went through the shades. I went through everything. Um, it works really well under a lipstick. It works amazing under a gloss. Mixing with like what I usually do is I'll do like a liner. See, look how cute that is. I love it, you guys. It's so cute. It's like the perfect pink. Yeah. It's like not too shocking, but not too understated. It's almost like a lip cheat. Yeah. Yeah. And if you mix it with like a lip balm, it just looks like you really just look cute. beautiful. And it looks looks really cute with like a pink blush too. But yeah, so that is definitely what I would start with. Um, it's for this month. So if people are listening right now, go on and purchase. And a 10% proceed will go from the product will go to Keep Abreast, which is dope. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And when is your book out? Because I want to read it. My book is out April 2nd. Okay. But you can pre-order it now on Amazon. And the book is available wherever books are sold right now for pre-sale. So get yours. And yeah, order as many copies as you like. Yeah, I'm definitely going to read that. I love an autobiography. Thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Cutest couple ever. (laughs) Hey, guys, don't forget to check out the all new, well, not so new now because it's been up for a couple months, podcast site over at tscpodcast.com. All of the show notes from this episode and all of our others can be found there. It's a really awesome resource that highlights all of the great people we've talked to all of the different books and resources they've recommended, as well as the things that we have recommended. It also has a section for new listeners trying to get caught up to speed. So check it out at tscpodcast.com. For those of you that are on social, you can also search TSC Podcast on Instagram and everything there will pop up. So be sure to check all of that out. That's tscpodcast.com. This episode was brought to you by Omax. We love Omax. As you guys know, we are huge Omega-3 fans, and Omax-3 has some of the purest Omega-3 supplements on the market. Over 75% of Americans don't get enough Omega-3s in their diet, and there's a strong chance that you could be one of them if you aren't taking Omax-3. Omax is offering our listeners 60% off a one-month supply of Ultra Pure, plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to tryomax.com slash skinny today to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's T-R-Y-O-M-A-X dot com slash skinny for 60% off a one-month supply. You hear all the hype around omega-3s. Well, now is your chance to try the most trusted omega-3 on the market today. Go to tryomax.com slash skinny. This episode was brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is usually your one-stop shop for high-end, high-quality, and highly discounted groceries. It still is, but now they have Thrive Wine. Very exciting. Thrive Organic Wine guarantees its customers 25 to 50% below retail on all items. It cuts out the middleman. Thrive Market is offering all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, 25% off your first order with a maximum of $20. When you go to thrivemarket.com slash skinnywine. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash skinnywine. Enjoy the wine, everyone. I said wine a lot.